0: How is everyone doing? Excellent. All right. So here's the plan. Um, just moving forward, I want to speed this up a little bit, I say that every week. Uh, we're going to begin with Birch HaSatorah today, we might do a part two next week. The following week we'll see what state I am after getting a flight, so either we'll have a sure we won't. Then we're going to do Alokai Neshama um, Asher Yotzar, Brochos and hopefully Karbonos, Tzid Speed it up a little bit. Got it? Okay. So, Birchazat Torah, the reason I'm doing out of order is because Birchazat Torah can really be done anytime. It can be done before Alos Shachar. It really can be done when you wake up. It can be done if you, if you stayed up all night, perhaps. We'll get to all that in this year. So, what is Birchazat Torah? What's fascinating about it is it's one of potentially two brachos that are midaraisa. Maybe. There's a bit of a debate about that. The Pasuk says, in the place that you, um, in the place that you say Hashem's name, you should, call, you should you should, you should, glorify Him. So it comes along the Gemara and brachas and says that we see from there. Has a Torah, the obligation to make the blessing, in the Torah, is a daraisa, is it daraisa, which means if you learn without making the brachas, it's a problem. Now, as we'll see, it's gonna be a little bit divisive. Is it, is it always um, a daraisa? In fact, Tsiv thinks, based off the way we learn it here, it's only when you make the bracha in public. When do you make a, bir- a public birch as a Torah? Pre-satorah. Pre-satorah, the Torah. The blo- the, meaning, when you get in the Leah. that's like a you place you're calling Hashem's name, you're going to glorify him a lot more there than you're sitting in your study by yourself. Okay. You can argue that no, wherever you learn, you're bringing the Shekhinah, God's presence down, and therefore it's derived there as well. Yeah? You also, I mean, it's one of the sources for well, like, For like saying, Hello, that Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, so. So we'll, we'll, we'll um, okay. So let, let's let's try to maybe this could be one of the places because I'll tell you the first step is where would we look to find out more laws about birchas torah and what exactly the mitzvah is. I think last year the rambam says for a mitzvah but the rambam leaves it out. The rambam, the rambam never mi- mentions this mitzvah, which the gemara says explicitly. nine The rambam leaves it out. So why would the rambam leave it out? So the ramban, if you recall, last year. No, I uh, mean... The G'mar goes like, oh, it's only like, on... You know. Yeah, correct, the Gemara does so the do that. Like, so, from the Okay, so let's, let's go through all that. So a, hef- no, a hef- mitzvah, meaning, yeah, it's no, no a mitzvah meaning... No, no. So here's... here's, here's a, you can't do it unless you make Then can you say that about eating food? The broccoli beforehand? Although, I'm purposely... What? say night. Seder night, Birchaz birch, Mitzvah on Matzah. The Gemara explicitly says Birchaz Torah is Doraisa. The blessing is the We have times where things aren't Saying Shema, Doraisa. It's not, not, it's not a foreign concept that uttering words can be a biblical obligation. Now, why is Birchaz Torah different than, say, making the blessing on the Lulav? So we'll get to that. But seemingly it is, yet the Rambam leaves it out. And the question is, did the Rambam not think it's But the Gemara explicitly seems to say it's Doraisa. So, so we'll get we'll get there the, 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 we'll get to all that we're still in the, in the in early stages why is it leave it out in fact the Ramban is so bothered we mentioned last year the Ramban Nachmanides he has a list of mitzvahs called the Rambam. the mitzvahs the Rambam forgot nice list okay so what does he say mitzvah tesvav what I think is the 15th mitzvah is a Torah. We're supposed to call out and praise God every time we learn Torah. Every time we learn Torah. We'll get to your question, and we'll get to your question. Don't worry. Tovah gadolah shah sablathah, and what are we doing? We're thanking God for giving us this great gift. Um, and then he goes on to say, he goes on to talk about it, and it gives us. it's not just any gift, it's not just any learning, but it's what gives us the eternal reward, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then he says, okay, Then without mentioning it, it's clearly obvious. It's implicitly, is so why did the Rabbim leave it out? So he says he goes to start, he goes to a number of says a number of things which seem like almost random, but we'll see he's really responding to people who try to defend the Rama for leaving it out. The Kashir was that and he goes, the same way, we're commanded. After we eat a nice meal, we're satiated, we make a blessing. As in Vahaltavatovirahta. The other mitzvah of uttering things, if you will, of a blessing is the benching. So, so, too, before you partake in, the, in, in eating and in learning Torah, you make a blessing. It happens to be the Gemara starts trying to figure out, you know, starts them from each other, perhaps. That if you make a blessing after you're satiated, you know, which is only, you know, something that's very much this worldly, or certainly if something that gives us eternal reward, you should make a blessing on. Okay, we'll leave that aside. And then he says, so why would the Raman leave it out? Why would the Raman leave it out? So he says, don't tell me. Vein Roy you know why she akriya kemo achas im haviason seve i am i i i because he, he when he said there's a mitzvah to learn Torah, included in that is the bracha. Was well, maybe, but included the bracha. Maybe that's what the Rambam did. That would be, be a good idea. Why the Rambam leave out a mitzvah to make a blessing in Torah? Because he counted learning Torah included in it is to bless to bless the Torah. So don't that can't be why? Because the Rambam has this another mitzvah where there's a mitzvah arising biblical obligation to say things, namely, bikurim, the first fruits. You gather them up, you put your little red string around them, you bring them to shalayim into the base of Mikdash, and what do you do? It's a whole parsha you read. But Rambam counts as two separate things. If the Rambam thought things that you say go in conjunction, say mitzvah, with the thing that you do, so the Rambam would count that together as well. Moreover, What's another mitzvah do that we do every single year, once a year, at night? kind of gave it away just now. What? Okay, fine. Now with that... Okay, he goes. <laughs> we have a mitzvah to eat the carbon pesach. Eat our matzah. We also have a mitzvah to tell over the story of the pesach, right? Well, he said. Well, hold up. He says the rabbin counted separately. Ref Brown counted separately. Clearly. What did Rebbe Gamliel say? say? What did Rebbe Gamliel say? What did Rebbe Gamliel say? Kol shlo Omar shlo shetvarim. Whoever these three things, So I'm going, to, I'm going to come back to what you say in a minute. Ready for this? So I want to go through the Ramban first. The Ramban is saying I have just found different places in the Rambam. Ramban, right? Rambam. Nachman he says I found various places in the Rambam where there's a mitzvah to utter things, to say things, to say a tefillah, and he counts it separately from the actual mitzvah itself. Must be whenever there's a mitzvah to say things and a mitzvah to do things, even though they are working in tandem with each other, it's two separate mitzvahs. So don't tell me, therefore, the Rabbah counts the mitzvah of Birchas Torah to say things separately from the mitzvah to say, uh, in conjunction, excuse me, as the same mitzvah as the learning Torah, because if the Rabbah would be consistent, he would count them as two separate mitzvahs, the same way Bikurim is and mitzvah. Now, just because you brought it up, let me point out. The Ramban might be a little bit—I want to say—disingenuous here, but a little bit off base for the following reasons. Number one is Rabbi Rocham Fishel Perlow, the great rabbi discussed last year. He points out what happens if you bring Bik- one, well, What is the time for bringing bikurim? What's chagah bikurim? Shavuos. Shavuos. You could bring. Meaning you can start bringing bikurim from Shavuos until. Uh-uh, no, until Hanukkah. You could bring Tulsukas. but one, if you don't bring. Until Sukkot, you come after Sukkot, until Hanukkah, you still could bring it, but you can't, you can't say the thing. You can't say the blessing. We need to say, if you're allowed to bring this Bikurim without saying the blessing, it's clearly two separate things. It's two separate things. The same way, give me a second. Well, so give, well so give me a second. Well, you can use lots of that, but give me a second. So, the same way, for instance, there's a mit- How many mitzvahs are on Sukkahs? Is Sukkah and Lula one mitzvah or two mitzvahs? Two mitzvahs, it just happened to come at the same time, right? We even discussed that there might, we discussed it last year, might totally, totally separate from each other. But um, the point is, so maybe you could say there's a mitzvah of Bikurim, and there's another mitzvah to say it. Yeah, they look like they're working with each other, but not, there could be two different mitzvahs. And what's the proof? Because I could bring Bikurim and not say it. I could bring Bikurim and not say it. In fact, there are a whole bunch of people who can bring Bikurim and not say it. That's the first mishnah, opening Mishnah in Bikurim. Okay. okay. What? Exactly. exactly. That's exactly the point. Can you say I mean, yeah, no, I, mean, I, I don't think so. Don't okay, number two, back to Yair's point. There is actually, we, we are all familiar with Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Gamliel says, <speaking in Hebrew> anyone does not say these three things, Pesach, Matz, and Marr, does not fulfill their obligation. When I was in high school, we made a, a Thanksgiving, a Thanksgiving uh, Seder in school. Just for jokes. So I got up there and I said, <speaking in Hebrew> and we went, mashed potatoes, turkey, cranberry sauce. Okay, that's what we did. I got, I got suspended for that. Um, the, um, so, what, there's, one thing to drill down is anyone who does not say these things does not fulfill their obligation. Obligation for what? See, the Ramban saying, yeah, seemingly, the obligation for fulfilling the mitzvah of matzah is part and parcel of eating matzah. It's not just eating it, but saying these things. In fact, what is the, what is the, other, um, the other word, the other name we have for matzah? Lechem Oni What does Oni mean? So the Gemara has three interpretations One is like an Oni, a poor person It's pauperous food That's one One is mm-hmm. We say many things on them What are the many things we say on them? Rashi, and Aleph in Psachem says Hallow Hallow We're saying hallow on this matzah In fact, that's why some of the custom To leave the matzah on the table Even though we finish consuming it But through benching and through the hallow But the other interpretation is What's the Harbi? What are we saying on the matzah? The Seder, Mikro, Haggadah. We, that's part, part of the mitzvah of matzah is to say these sort of things. It's not the craziest thing in the world. We discussed from Shalom, Zalom Orbach that perhaps no different than the matzah is to, to Hanerus Halalu to, to the menorah. That it's not just about lighting lighting it, but we're trying to remind ourselves there's a reason we're lighting it. And this is one of the few mitzvos that part and parcel of lighting it is also going through the next to happen. In fact, there's a bach that says by sukkah as well. That when you go in the sukkah, it's not just sitting in the sukkah, but you're supposed to say, we're sitting in the sukkah to remind us of oh, the great miracles God performed for us. That's not the craziest thing in the world. It's not just performative action, but sometimes we have to actually say, this is why we're doing it, explain it. So the Ramban seemingly understands that if you don't say the following things, if you don't say the reasons for eating the, the and Pesach, for eating the Matzah, for eating the Murr, so you don't fulfill your obligation because you need to explain it. But if you look in the Rambam, it's not so clear. It's seemingly important to Rambam, no. Koshalo, omr, shalosh, Whoever doesn't say these three things does not fulfill their obligation of Haggadah. Haggadah. Meaning the Rambam might understand it's not that part and parcel of the mitzvah of matzah is saying the, is saying the Haggadah. It's two separate things. Yeah, they come together. Yet yeah, you have to have a seder with Haggadah and Matzah. But it's two separate mitzvahs. Meaning to say, yeah, you want, you want... Rabbi Gamal is telling us, you want to fulfill the mitzvah of Haggadah? It's not enough to just say dayenu. It's not enough to just say, or to say, uh, whatever else comes in Haggadah, talk about the million different Makos, and the, the fingers of God and the more Makos from there and the accountants love it and the rest of us are scratching our head. You want to, What is the obligation of Haggadah? Well, actually, there's a prescription. It's very defined. You have to mention the karb Pesach, and how God brought us out of, passed over the houses, mention the matzah and mention the mar. That's what Haggadah is. Everything else, as the Rambam says, haris and mishubah. The more you talk about it, the more meritorious it is, the more the wonderful it is. But what's the core obligation of Haggadah? Of, of Haggadah? It's Pesach, Matzah, and You're in a place, you're not feeling well, you, what do you do? Pesach, Matzah, and Mar, you're good. So you see the Machlokas here? Ramban says, the whole idea of Matzah is not just to eat it, but to talk about the miracles and, and the story of Pesach. You don't do that, if it's the same mitzvah. The Rambam saying, no, it's two separate mitzvahs. This mitzvah of Pesach, Matz, and Mar, because it's Seder night, obviously. It's all tied together. But there's another mitzvah called Haggadah. What is Haggadah? Haggadah means to speak. It could be anything in the world. Yet, yeah, before you talk about all the Germatriyas and all the parts of our Torahs, make sure you, and somewhere in the night, you mention Pesach, Matz, and Mar. So now, let's pull it back together. The Ramban says, Rabbi Maimon, Rabbi Moshe Ben Maimon, Maimonides, Rabbi Doctor, Rabbi Doctor, he says to him, I know, don't tell me, or all you defenders of the Rambam. You know why the Rambam left out the mitzvah of Biruch torah Because he counts it as part of the mitzvah of learning Torah. Says the Ramban, don't tell me that's true, because according to the Rambam, we have other mitzvahs where we say things, such as Mikra Bikurim, saying the verses for Bikurim, and the Rambam counts it separately from bringing the Bikurim. We have the mitzvah of saying Haggadah and the mitzvah of eating Matzah. Well, if the Rambam thought mitzvahs that to come together, it's one mitzvah, then he would count it together. And we can respond, no, not so fast. Number one is, maybe, or, 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 you have a different debate. The Rambam counts the mitzvah Hagada separate from the mitzvah of matzah, because he thinks they're two separate mitzvahs. Whereas you, Ramban think, no, it's one mitzvah. Whoever doesn't say these three, three, three things doesn't fulfill their obligation of Pesach, Matzah, and Mara, literally. Whereas the Rambam says, no, it doesn't fulfill their obligation of Hagada. And to be clear as well, you think it's two separate things, the Rambam's like, no, it is indeed two separate things it's two separate things there's a mitzvah to bring the Bikurim up to the base of Migdash and give it to the Kohen there's a mitzvah then to say a, a, a paragraph over it but it's two separate mitzvahs and the proof is you want to, there are many many circumstances where you could bring Bikurim and Lichatchila you are not making saying this, this blessing Are we going to affront the way... That, well, we have... A, we, we, so that's, that's an interesting point. So let's, well, let's develop it a little bit. Okay, so let's develop it a little bit. I don't know if it's going to be... There could be a mitzvah. of multiple components, but it doesn't mean you don't fulfill the obligations. You just... But we'll, we'll get... There. Okay, fine. Says the Kiryat Sefer... Says the Kiryat Sefer, after going through this long background about the Ramban, Ramban... You see, you know why the Ramban doesn't count the mitzvah of Kriya Sefer? So he goes. I'll tell you why. She a mono mitzvah. nearest to who misses tamatora. because it's part of the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. So after all that, that's seemingly what the Rambam says. And if Ramban says it can't be, one minute, what about Bikurim? I'm like, yeah, because Bikurim separately. Okay, why that is, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. Why would the Rambam count together? We don't know. We're not going to explain that. We'll wait probably till next week. But certainly according to the, the Kirat Sefer, it's one mitzvah. Now here's the interesting thing. The, uh, there is another source meaning, it happens when you read the Gemara in Brachos it's a little ambiguous, is it actually the rice or not, which is how, the, how Rambam can, you could be, perhaps not know. I mean to say the Gemara, yes, where says Kishem HaShem Havagod Lelekenu, but as, as Jonathan pointed out, we have other verses to be derived from there. When you go to the Gemara, the Gemara seems to be a little masifical, going back and forth well maybe yes, maybe no, so it is a little, the gemara, although I pulled up the one line it is a little ambiguous so it comes along the Shagasari he goes actually I will tell you another proof that Birch of the Torah is the Ready for this proof? The Gemara Ndegarim says why was the Beis Hamidash destroyed? Second temple. Why was it destroyed? Shlo <laughs> <laughs> Birch because they didn't make the blessing of Birch of the Torah. Why was that? The Tziran points out as follows. <laughs> why was the land destroyed? ha of the Haretz Ha-Shapir kadosh God sends some sort of nevuah prophecy so this is God talking here. Why was it destroyed? Everyone's giving the reason. Because um, they didn't make the blessing on Birchas Torah. Now, if you ask, like, what are like if you were to create a hierarchy of sins, that'd probably be pretty low. No, I mean, people were backstabbing each other and stealing. Oh, okay. So let me explain it, to Rebbeinu. Shaloh ha'isa torah cheshuvah be'enehem kolkach shuroy no, no, no. It's much deeper than that. That the Torah was not considered so important in their eyes that it was worthy of a blessing. So, this is as follows. There's two ways to approach Talmud Torah. One can approach it as this is the Word of God, the Var Hashem, the Word of God. When I learn Torah, I'm engaging, in fact, with, God's, with God. It's, a, it's, a, it's an encounter, a rendezvous with God, to use the words of the Rabb. God, the Rav talks about how he felt like sometimes God's hand was on his shoulder as he sat and learned it. Or you could say, no, I learned science, I learned math, I learned Torah. The people, the, the issue here in the, in the I think this first temple was they didn't view the learning of Torah as important and they said it's not so important. The same way I don't make a blessing before I learn science or read history, I'm not making a blessing on the Torah. That was the problem. That they weren't willing to look at the importance of learning Torah. And once you undermine lima Torah, you kind of you start undermining the whole system because then everything that comes out of it whether it's halacha, Jewish life, law, mor- the morals from the Torah, you've kind of downgraded them to being just, just another discipline. Rather, and in a way, you've destroyed the importance and undermined the whole, the whole this whole endeavor. So the temple, the world was destroyed. Ma'av the land was destroyed because they didn't make the blessing of the Torah. Says the Shagas Aryeh. How do how do I know learning Torah is da'aret. So Remember we discussed in the past. The Shagas Aryeh is a book of Shalos and Chuvas. Question and answer. But he asked all the questions to himself. Because if no one, I don't think, writes a letter to the rabbi, like, is Shema the Rice of Durbanan? Is Kri-Shema, you know, see, this is him. So he says, very simple, you think God would destroy the land of Israel for a Durbanan? No, maybe we can argue and say yes, or are there are reasons for that. But that, that, that is, in fact, what he says. Okay, so I didn't even get through half of what I wanted to get through. Um, but um we 'll we'll, we'll stop it over here that is so that 's the opening We have me a second I just want to sum, sum up. We had a posse that says it 's the Raysa, the Rambam doesn 't count it. Ramban says you should have counted it and don 't tell me he 's counted as part of Tamator because it 's part it 's because the Rambam when it comes to Bikurim and it comes to the Hagada he counts separately. We pointed out not so sure Rambam can counts separately because he might view it very differently Hagada. It is his own thing. Matzah, it's his own thing. Mikru Bikurim, one thing. Bikurim, another thing. And the fact that Kirit Savior says, clearly, the Rambam counted it as one mitzvah. Why that is next week. And then we point out the Shagasari, who says, I know it's Daraisa, because God wouldn't destroy the land just for a Abbanan. I wish you all a wonderful week. Yes?